This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And, and this, this is Shit on the, on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. We are an opinion-based podcast, so take what we say with a grain of salt. Um, you can check out our merch at shitonthetable.com. You can just check us out in general on our website. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and start this off with a little bit of news. <laughs> um, so we are going to be on hiatus for a little bit, uh, and then we'll come back for season three, you know. No, no, uh, this is the end of season oh, three. This we'll is be coming back season for season three? four. Oh, okay. <laughs> then we, okay, sorry. <laughs> um, our wonderful producer needs a little bit of time. Um, it's his turn anyway. It is his turn. We took a hiatus for me. We took a hiatus for you. It's his turn. He needs to go completely dark for um, January, February school because it's the last two months and so he's got to grind um so yeah so he asked her I offered to just kind of put us on hold and so he can get his school done so yeah it sucks we'll miss you guys but he is very stressed <laughs> yeah and luckily neither of us are dying so like yeah. our social media presence is still there you can always message us and yeah. don't forget to like send in your stories yes. and we'll definitely yeah. go over highlights um we have some fun new little ideas and you know we'll we'll float them around guys so yeah. we'll still be here it's just um you know it's the break between the seasons it's right. just it's yeah. It seems like we're always kind of taking a break around this time, if you've noticed. <laughs> you know what? That's super funny. Well, no. Yeah, because your breast um, surgery, your reduction was around this time. Yeah, but you had you had to like go and like half die like twice. So we had to take a break in the summer and then a break in the fall. And then we came back for like a split second and then we had to take another break yeah yeah but those were like really short breaks because like you like to die and then come back yeah yeah resurrection you know it's it's my thing right but it'll be a short break i mean before we'll be back before you know it we're not like leaving forever yep just he needs some time and you know since he is our editor it takes a lot of time to edit the podcast yeah. So, you know, cause we talk for like two hours, but you might only hear maybe an hour and a half of it. So like he has to sit there and like listen to every minute, every second of the podcast and do his thing. So it's a lot, especially when you have to study, do clinicals and you're going, going for seven days a week. So he's, it's definitely going to, but yes, nobody is dying. Like everyone's healthy at the moment yeah. <laughs> to a degree. Kind of. I mean, Vanessa still yeah. has a little hole, but healthier than she was. And yeah. I'm healthy. I'm fine. I'm not dying. Knock on wood. Right. 
no one, it's fine. So like you could still message us, like Vanessa said, we're, we're just taking a, you know, just a small break. Yep. So, um, ending this on a note, how was like your holiday? Oh, I'm so glad it's over. Um, family dramas always vibing. Some people's vibes were not vibing and, but we had a blast. It was the kids like first legit Christmas. Yeah. And because last year they were like too little. Um, so it was really fun. They participated in opening up presents only for so long because then they got like, I think overly stimulated and bored. Um, but we are doing the whole Santa trope um, with certain changes. We're not doing yeah. like all of it. Um, yeah. I, Santa's not watching them because that's fucking gross. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not doing like, you have to be good all year or else Santa won't give you a present. Like we're not doing that. That's stupid. Um, cause kids, they're not bad. Kids are not inherently bad. They're just developing and learning and pushing boundaries. So like, why tell them that they're bad? But anyways, we're not doing those things. And then Santa's not doing expensive gifts. He's yeah. doing, you know, just like your average gifts. Like we got them, uh, bedding. And so Santa gave them bedding this year. Yeah, every year Santa brings pajamas, matching pajamas or matching something. Like yeah. this year I got uh Santa got joggers for everybody, so we all had the matching joggers and uh, that was that was the Santa gift. And the kids like they know what's up. They do. But they <laughs> like they know what's up. They've already we've already explained everything to them, but they still like the whimsy and like so what we did was um we still do the whimsical stuff. Yeah, but every time they open up Santa gifts, they're like, "Oh!" And I, I'm like, "No, Santa's not getting credit for any of the cool stuff." Fuck no! I didn't no. work this hard for Santa to come swooping in and be like, yep. "I got them this Xbox." Like, no, 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 no yeah, no. you you will know, you will know. Our names will be so oh yeah, like on it, exactly. like on it. On every so, part of that gift, my name will be on. <laughs> yeah. Hell so, no. Okay. So, like, my husband tried really hard this season. Like, previous seasons, he's always been a pain in the ass. Um, and last season, I made him decorate the house. Um, and this season, he was a little bit more gung-ho about decorating the house. Because this is his first Christmas that he did not have to work in years. Because oh, nice. it happened... Yeah, it happened to, like, fall on a weekend, and um, he now has weekends off. After, like, 15 years of working in the same company, he has weekends off. So, um, since we were having almost every, like, um, holiday together, he wanted to get, like, into the spirit of things. So, he was like, oh, I'm going to go gung-ho on decorating. So, he decorated the house. Um, I had already gotten the Santa gifts on Black Friday and I already asked the kids what they wanted for Christmas. Um, so we already like, we already had their gifts already like in order. And I asked him what he wanted for Christmas and I got him what he wanted. And 
he asked me what I wanted for Christmas and I couldn't figure out what I wanted. Right. Like I wasn't like every time he asks, it's more or less like I'm not in the right mind of things. So yeah. I remember one time going to the Mexican market and I said, I really want a tortilla press. And I told him, I was like, Hey, for Christmas, I want a tortilla press and like uh, a tortilla holder. That's not plastic. And I immediately backtracked immediately because I have this thing where I honestly hate getting gifts for the house. Like, do not get me gifts that I need or the household is going to benefit from. Because that's not like the point of gifts. The point of gifts is like, you're supposed to get something for yourself. It's yeah. supposed to be indulgent or like, like it's supposed to be indulgent. And I... I said what I wanted and then I said, no, never mind. Don't get me that. Don't get me that because I don't, it's not, I don't want something for the house for myself. But his bum ass ears only work like <laughs> half the time. So he literally got me a tortilla press, tor this cool microwavable tortilla thing. Like it's a tortilla sleeve and you put it in the microwave and you can put like flour tortillas and you can like steam them in this little like, m like sleeve. Right. Yeah. And we have one. Uh huh. My, we have one. My grandma made it. So it's like cotton and yeah. Stuff like that. And then he got me a tortilla holder, which he thought was stone. And I was like, what, what, why would you think it's stone? It's plastic. And I said, I didn't, first of all, I said, I didn't want a plastic one. I want like a woven one or a wooden one. And he's like, well, I was trying to, because um, I have a mortar and pestle. And he was like, oh, I was trying to match it to the mortar and pestle. And so he got one that kind of looks like stone. It's fucking plastic. And I was like, I told you not to get me this. And he's like, you said you wanted that. And I said, immediately after, I said I wanted it. I said, do not get me that. No. And he got, so that's what I got for Christmas. That's it? Nothing else? The Santa gifts. We we got Santa gifts, and we got like a present for like us. That's it. Yeah, we don't go we, all out. I'm all like that's it. Poor. Me yeah. and Harvey didn't get each other anything, <laughs> and I'm like, that's all you got, and I got zero. I got nothing. Exactly. That's how it was. Like, a it depends on the year. It depends on the year. But um, I always well, get him. I always get him gifts, even if it's not with my money. I always get him gifts. I would no. give him the gift he wants because I ask him, what do you want? Yeah, and he that's tells how I me. roll too. It's yeah. just like ask and get. But no, me and Harvey didn't get each other any gifts. We got the kids gifts. We got them embroidered hats because they love Harvey's like ball caps. Yeah. And so like they'll walk around trying to put them on their head. It's so cute. Um, and then we got them bedding and then we got like some stackable toys because they love stacking shit, like yeah, with the rings and then mm -hmm. like the thing. Yeah, I got them some like silicone blocks because Hazel can't have the wooden blocks anymore. She's taking chunks out of them. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and then we got them these mic microphones. Yeah, microphones that like amplify the voice. It's not like battery operated or anything. It's just like a. Yeah. Yeah, they have those. Um, Just like anything you could find and wrapped it for them so they can feel extra special, kind of. Yeah, well, I bought them stuff that I know they like to play with. And, like, yeah. that was it. We only got them, like, five gifts. Um, oh, and I got them ornaments. Because, like, that's 
our trip, my family's tradition is ornaments for the kids. Um, they, the ornaments make me cry every time. It's like their actual footprint on the ornament. It looks like a, like an ink stamp on it, but it's actually like printed on. That makes sense. Oh. So, like, you have oatmeal, stamp, ornament? No, just the kids. Oh. I thought you got your, your dog's foot stamped. Uh-uh. No, those oatmeal? are the kids' feet. No. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. It's No, I've had that for years. It's on, like, a piece. It's on a tile. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's just decor, I guess, but it's not an ornament. Oh. Yeah. I did that at a... What did I do that at? I don't know. Petapalooza, I think. I don't remember. Um, but, so yeah. And then my mother-in-law and my parents, they all, they spoiled the kids. Like, yeah. And then they bought us gifts. Um, so, yeah. I got some new clothes. <laughs> Yeah, I put on. Okay, so I on Amazon, I found like these really cute, like a black bodysuit that's kind of like a turtleneck long sleeve. And then I found like these goth style pants that are like, they're not like the typical, I don't know, because I've never had goth style pants, to be honest. So I don't know what the typical is. They're like super lightweight and they're not sweat material, but they're not jeans either. They're like a like a, I don't know, like a, I guess you could say like a wicking material. I don't know. doesn't matter. Like, like a, not splash pants, but like the old UFO pants. Maybe. I don't know what like UFO. They're, they're called, they're made out of parachute material. Oh yeah. Kind of like that. So I was trying those on and I sent them to Vanessa and she's like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> wanted to show you my new clothes and i got moomoos i got like three moomoos like you've always liked moomoos though i do like grandma not like the cute fashionable moomoos like straight up embroidery and striped moomoos with like the buttons all the way down like classic your grandma got fucked in this moomoo moomoos yeah um and then I got a gel manicure kit. Can you see them? Yeah. My nails. That's kind of cool. Yeah, like a professional kit. It comes with the LED light. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of gels. And then, like, it actually cured them. So I'm curious to see how well they'll hold up for grooming. Because I refuse to spend money on manicures because... Grooming. If they fucking destroy everything. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was getting my nails done, like, every three weeks? It was wonderful. But I never understood... One, I couldn't put my contacts in. But I never understood how bitches keep their nails nice. And, like, long, too. I, I am don't know. so rough on my hands. Yeah, I don't know. Because I see all the groomers on Instagram with their long nails. I'm just like, how do you do it? Like, how? I know, they look really pretty. And I'm like, um... I always, my thumbs get grinded. Yep. Doesn't matter what I do. 
I've seen some people say like in threads and stuff that they'll use like thimbles. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, who has time to remember that to put thimbles I, on your? I know. Like, I don't, I don't have that kind of time. I have to like keep my focus. I, I can't like, it's kind of like that ADD thing where you take your shoes off and you're done. Yeah. So if I put my shears down or if I put my Dremel down before I need to, then yeah. Yeah. I just don't have the mental capacity to remember. It's not like I barely am good at brushing teeth and I'm barely good at doing nose and paw pad, like cream and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I'm not good at that stuff. I'm not good at that stuff. I'm always good at brushing the teeth, though. Oh, no. At PetSmart, when they do the top dog package, mm-hmm. admittedly, at least 90% of the time, they didn't get their teeth brushed. <laughs> That's why I won't do packages. I won't do packages. Hold on. Uh, I won't do packages. Everything is all included. Every and It's all included to... The best of my ability. Yeah, exactly. Because there's going to be the definites that you know you're going to get, but <laughs> there's going to be things that you're just, you're not going to get. Yeah. It's, I just don't do it. Cause one, and like you're brushing the teeth like once a month or every six weeks. Like what is that really doing? Nothing. Absolutely Nothing. But I definitely brush the teeth because that's like my timer for the shampoo. Cause like, I still let the shampoo, <laughs> I still like letting the sh- shampoo like sit for a little bit, but the process of me putting the, sh- okay. So it's, it's part of the process. So that's why it's easy for me to do. But like I put the top shampoo on and then the process of me putting the toothpaste on the toothbrush and then brushing the dog's teeth and then throwing out the toothbrush and then washing the dog's face. That whole process is like my timer for letting shampoo sit. It's not very long, but it is what it is. It's my effort. Like how long are you supposed to let shampoo sit on the dog? I never let shampoo sit on. I scrub it in and then I wash the face. And then I rinse it off. You want optimally for shampoo to really like penetrate the follicles. You need one to three minutes and uh, you need it to be like a really strong minute (laughs) and three minutes is better. And if you're doing any treatments, you want to do up to five minutes. Well, yeah, treatment, but isn't that like usually a conditioner? Oh, well, a vet shampoo. Yeah, I always let vet shampoo sit on. It, it's all depend, it all depends on the shampoo and like, like I said, for it to like, it, it immediately does its work once it hits water. Um, and I can't hear you. You disappeared. Can you hear me? Yeah. Whatever you were doing was muffling the phone. I was itching my eyeball, but no, yeah, your, your hand was doing something. Your other hand. Oh, maybe yeah. it was on the, Sorry. Um, but yeah, no, you need for, I don't know, one of the, I, the hair, the, the shampoo needs time to do things. It's all about positive and negative ions and whatever chemicals, um, react to 
said ions and the water, basically. I don't know. I just know that there is a time that you want to keep the shampoo on. I guess. I'm not so I just I just try to do it for like a minute. <laughs> at least at least at least a little bit longer. So that's why like the tooth the brushing of the teeth is important and all the dogs get the teeth brushed. I could see that. That's just your routine. Yeah. And it helps me like because I really don't have the patience to let shampoo sit. I have no patience for it. Or the I conditioner. Try, I try and let the conditioner sit. I will probably not do anything with this newfound information that you have given me. Oh, I know. And But I do try and let the conditioner sit. So I'll put the conditioner on. And then I'll uh, prep the table. Because like, yeah. I have a drying mat. So I put the drying mat down. Which, honestly, the drying mat is just a um, a floor thing from Ikea. Yeah. A floor mat from Ikea. Um, put that on, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to rinse them now. <laughs> I'll get their towel and uh, their happy hoodie, and then I'll rinse them off. So maybe about a minute. There yeah. you go. But that's for conditioner. That's still something. I mean, you still need to let the conditioner do its work, too. Things need time to do its work. Apparently, the double shampooing um, is really good because it allows the second layer of shampoo to really, like, treat the coat. So the first one cleans the coat and the second one treats the coat. But I don't do that. So I just let it sit. And I don't let it sit very long. I'm not very good at those things because time is extremely like it time really is money. My, hmm? Time is money. Time is money, but I already waste a lot of time like looking at the dog when it's all like when I'm scissoring it. So my scissoring and my clipper work is always going to be shorter or longer. So I need to make everything else shorter because I just look at it for too long. Yeah. You nitpick oh. a lot. So you have to like, you have to like, um, I have to personally like pick my battles and my battle is with everything else. So I'm not going to win the scissoring battle because my hands are going to degrade over time. So if it's going to take me longer as I get older, I might as well speed up other processes, but without ruining, you know, with making it, making sure it's still good, you know? Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I take longer in the bath, I think, and shorter time with blow drying and clippering. And I say that because when I was doing the hot dog episode, they asked me straight up. And I was like, I didn't think that I was taking too long in the tub. But they're like, so do you think that there's any benefit for taking longer in the tub? Because I was the last person out of the tub. And I didn't think I was taking that long. And I was like, well, I just like to make sure my dog's really clean. But, I, I mean, I didn't think it was taking that long. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was taking an average I, amount. I take, I'm not going to lie. I do take longer than, uh, like, a typical bather. Like, I do take longer than a typical bather. So, I take longer in the tub than, a, like, a typical, like, Petco or PetSmart bather, for sure. 
but it's just because like I want them really really clean and there's like a whole process so yeah even if I'm not frothing if even if I'm using bottle mixed shampoos there's still a whole process and I still go through all of those processes but I just it's just I have to make it like a routine as that I can fluctuate easily depending on how good or bad the dog is, but like something I can take in or take out easy that doesn't affect my, the quality of the groom. So like if the dog's an asshole and won't let one open its teeth, you know, fine, whatever. <laughs> I just look at it. I'll, I'll just, that's it. You know? Yeah. If I take the if I take the teeth brushing out because the dog doesn't like it, it's not going to affect the quality. I already have the processes down. The, yeah. That next process is just me trying to I don't know. Yeah. Let it sit and work and treat. But yeah. yeah. So how was your how was your holiday grooming? Oh, it was fine. I was really sad because I bought um, Best Shot hairspray. It's supposed to be like a working hairspray. I don't like their hairspray. I haven't tried it yet. And so I bought it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't tried it. I meant to try it because I wanted to try it on the Bichons. But I just get in like such a groove and it's not part of my routine. So I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I forgot how much I really like their whitening shampoo. Um, it just gets them like super white and takes the black mm-hmm. out of their feet really well. Um, but so I actually ran out of shampoo on Wednesday. How do you actually, run out of shampoo? I ran out of shampoo last week. The week. How do you run out of shampoo? Um, laziness. No, because here's, I forget. The Here, here's the question. Did you run out of shampoo or did you run out of the shampoo that you wanted to use? I don't, I only have one shampoo. I don't keep a bunch of shampoos on hand anymore. Mm. I only have Best Shot now. And it's mm-hmm. just their basic line. So I only have one bottle of shampoo and one bottle of conditioner. And that's it. <laughs> and a face wash. Yeah. And so thankfully I had like my backup face wash. I still had some V3 left over, but it wasn't enough to bathe a dog. So Thankfully, Best Shot is, like, super fucking concentrated. And I was able to, what little I had left, which wasn't a lot, like, it was just enough to barely even make one bottle of shampoo. And then I had to put water in the bottle and shake it up to get it off the side. And thankfully, that lasted me. But I ran out of shampoo. Like, I had no more shampoo. So, I basically had to just make it work with (laughs) the zero uh, shampoo that I had. So, then I had to go to get shampoo afterwards. So, I picked up their whitening shampoo and hairspray and the other line, their basic line of shampoo. Um, But I continue to love that shot. I don't know what it is. I think because I was just using it wrong for so long that, like, now diluting it, like, diluting their conditioner and diluting the shampoo even more, 
just like transforms the hair. It doesn't weigh it down like it used to because I'm not using a shit ton of products. I know. I'm so confused. I was like, I didn't know you were using it wrong. It says on the bottle what you can do 15 and 30. So like you and can 50. and 50. Yeah. So like you can dilute it how you need to. Yeah, but it says you can use it straight, too. And so I was like, fuck it, I'll just use it straight. I think we get confused where, like, sometimes we think less, like, less sometimes can be more for us. Um, but, like, we think we need to use 100% concentrated for it to be effective. Yeah. And I think that's only the case when it comes to, like, a really dirty coat or like a compacted coat i just you know sometimes you need movement sometimes you need it to be mixed up for it to like be effective yeah because my dog that i was having problems with my my bashan that i was having problems with with its coat Mm -hmm. i don't have those issues anymore but also the other groomer took him really short on the legs and the head but now I'm having a problem with the head because they dematted the head. And so there's holes? There's thin spots? Yes, and it's growing in. And so it's just... His head's just very funky right now. Yeah, I had I worked with this groomer that did... She said that she did show Bichons. And I was like, um, okay um for sure and so she had (laughs) this particular client that came in and brought their two bichons in all the time first thing she did was bring out these heavy duty um uh coats what are those things called d matters the d mat the like the scary ones the prong things oh i hate those they were well they're razor prongs so like these heavy duty d mat combs and i'm like i never use those me neither i just think they break the coat and honestly if you have to bust those out just shave it just shave (laughs) that spot because it's gonna grow back in thicker than broken coat you know so i don't know i don't know me personally i do not i don't have any dmat anything um i just when it comes to like that like, I carry on hand, like, dematting sprays and stuff, but nothing that, like, I don't carry on, like, torture devices. Yeah, because, like, the, the, and she always used it on the head and, like, the side that of the face, or the, the side of the face, and she used them on the legs. And I'm like, those are the one spots that you really want to make sure look full, right? You know, like, I can understand, like, hiding on the body, but... Or the tail, like I don't know. My ex, she uh, she like ripped a tail open with a DMAT comb. Yeah, with a mat breaker. Ugh. Yeah. Oh no, she was using her shears. Have you ever seen groomers do that? I always break up mats with my shears. Okay. Well, but, like, I don't I never... because I saw what can happen. I don't understand. She stuck her shear blade into the mat and this mat was super tight on the tail. Like, Oh, I don't know. 
and yeah. dragged it along and it ripped the tail open. Ew! You know, one of the first things that Elsa taught me, our old manager, was how to break up mats with shears. And the way she showed me, I've never had an issue. And she just showed me how to, she's like, I need you to just wiggle this underneath the mat and then just point your shears out. And out and away from that and then just kind of go a little bit little bit at a time and if it's too much shave it out they'll have to deal with it <laughs> i just so like, don't do it yeah so i've always broken up mats but if it's if it's in an area that like is just too difficult i'm not even gonna worry about it yeah i just shave it now i'm like what you call one of those lazy groomers now yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i totally agree yeah. But you were telling me, well, you were starting to tell me about this drama. Okay. So we have, I, I'm not on, I'm not on social media. And when I'm on social media, it's usually like, it's usually in our local grooming thing because I like, I, the most random things happen. It's always the same salons looking for people. So like yeah. it's the same busy salons looking for people and then it's the same groomers like chiming in. But then like any other time, any other time when it's not those same people, it's like random, random shit. And so the last thing was somebody chopped an ear off and <gasps> what's the lawn? Huh? What's the lawn? They haven't, they haven't said it, but like all these people saying or keep insinuating it, but they won't put it online. And they're like, yeah, I, I know who it is, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, our friend Brooke, right? Yeah. It was her client. And her client couldn't get in with her. So went to a different salon. And then they chopped the ear off, the tip of the ear. So I was confused because I was like, you know, Brooke is like all about blasting people online right so i was like why isn't she saying anything i need to know the deets so i have been going back and forth and whenever i go on social media i go to the site to see if anybody has resolved this like ear debacle right yeah and it looks like it's kind of hush hush right now because i think it's starting to go into a, like a legal process so i don't know i don't know I, what the deal is i wonder if it's her friend from down the street that other salon that's not too far away i have no idea i have no idea mm. so i want to know because like did I they take know. like the whole ear off it was the tip of the ear and so the lady put it on social media but Ooh. so okay so what was okay so what was reposted a couple weeks ago like around Halloween-ish. It was around Halloween-ish. This person posted in uh, like a like a next door app in her neighborhood, right? Uh-huh. She posted be careful when you go to the groomer um, because I noticed that my dog's ear was like kind of gross. So afterwards she realized it was glue. A couple days <gasps> later, the ear fell off. <gasps> So they glued so, the ear on. Yes. And I didn't tell the owner that they cut the dog. So then, so then she's on the post and in her hand is the tip of the ear. And she's like, beware of your groomers and make sure you have good communication. She never said in her post what grooming salon it was. And she said that, Hey, 
make sure you have a good line of communication with your groomers because accidents do happen, but they're not saying anything. So if shit happens, like, you know, just be aware. And so what ended up happening was this groomer didn't tell the owner what happened either. So yeah. So like the owner, I'm pretty sure that person's fired, whoever it was, but the owner is saying they didn't know anything about it. And I don't know what is happening, but anyway, so then there, that post just ended that. And I was like digging and I was like, who, who salon is this? But I'm not on enough like next door apps. I'm not on enough social media to know. And I don't really feel comfortable like DMing certain people yet and saying like, just for the business, for the tea or whatever. So then uh, the, one of our groomers was like, Hey, you know, that's my client, blah, blah, blah. They go. They I'm had to go somewhere else. Group. Huh? What? Did I think you are? The group? You are in this group. It's 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 your it's it's our it's our group. I know that. I'm not in it. It says join group. Oh, maybe you got kicked out. Why? I'm not even on Facebook. Maybe that's why. Inactivity. No, you don't get kicked out because of inactivity. I don't know. The last thing you posted was like, Hey, I need help finding, uh, somebody to fix your trailer. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, I don't know if that post is up there anymore, but it was like going on and nobody was saying who it was. So I was like, so I keep checking back to see who it is. So then I guess there was this viral TikTok, and I don't want to say viral, but it was like semi viral about this groomer like blasting this owner and so that's the drama that's going on right now is that this groomer got i don't know what happened with internal drama that they were having at her salon but basically she was blasting and saying some vile things about the owner and that honestly could be detrimental to that owner and their business right if it's true <laughs> and so she deleted it the tiktok right and i even went on her i think i followed her on, i followed her afterwards to see if she was going to post it but she took it down and on tiktok on tiktok yeah i was following her on tiktok and then um she had taken the post down on tiktok but it, it had wound up in like the local circuit on Facebook. And so it ended up coming off of Facebook. Like the post ended up getting taken down off Facebook, but she was claiming like some, some bullshit about the owner. And then, um, like, I guess she was trying to get the owner arrested, but then the owner ended up getting her escorted off by security, I don't know. So there's like there's own legal battle of like what's going on right there. But everybody in this group is like an owner, right? Of almost like half of the businesses in Las Vegas. We have a lot of dog grooming salons and they're popping up all the time. They're always going in and out, but they're all on this fucking page. And this person is blasting this owner. So then this, you know, other owners are asking the owner like, Hey, what's the deal with this groomer? And they're like, well, you know, she's a good groomer, but she, you know, has kind of a bad attitude. You know, things aren't just working out with us. Um, she's very demanding, you know, stop. Clap, clap. 
swear to God. And so now like she's taking like an initiative to like message people, like other owners saying like, I'm an asset, you know, I need to be treated this way. I need to be paid this way and blah, 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 blah. And so like all the owners are putting her on blast and I'm not saying you shouldn't know your worth, but now all of the owners are like, good luck finding a, like a job. Oh my God. What? I'm still on the phone. Oh my gosh. Please give me 15, 25, 30 minutes. Just lay down. Clap, clap. So anyway, so this groomer is having uh, like the hardest time and she's kind of like, punching down so when you say things that could be construed as like a lie or if it's true like you need to have proof of it right so you can't be blasting people on social media and then expect people not to like say hey is this you you're looking for a job at my place what makes you think that this would be a good fit and then saying like you know you want a 1099 situation but you want it to be W2. She wants to bring in her clients. She, but she wants to like do everything herself, but she wants it to be W2. So everybody is like, no, 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 we're W2. So that means you have to follow my rules and regulations and policies. You have to follow the prices that are here, you know, so on and so forth. Like, owners have their rules and she basically is saying like no I'm worth more than that or I'm not going to do that because like I'm valuable and it's like okay well I, girl know your worth but then you need to like start your own business <laughs> at that point so that's the drama I don't know any of these groomers either because I am so antisocial. you probably know half of them well, I'm actually trying to look through the Facebook because I'm a dumbass and I didn't get booted from the page. I was under our shit on the table page and not my you personal know what? page. Facebook did that to me yesterday and I was like, why do I have 18 notifications? And every time I go on, there's two notifications. It was because Facebook was putting me on that page. Yeah, I don't know. But so something about like someone was drunk. Where, what day was this pay or so the so the TikTok was like weeks ago and I was like nothing went nothing went from there like nothing like Who's nothing Diana and why is everything about Diana right now that's <laughs> the person who made the TikTok oh and sh and so like now all the owners are blasting her. So this is why like I think the there should owners. Be what do you mean the owners? All of the owners. So like you're like on. Yeah, the salon owners. Okay. They're like, no, she can kick rocks basically. But even though the original owner of the salon that she was like having a fit with was basically like, we wish her the best. She's really good with the dogs, and she like is a good groomer but these are the issues that we're having and it's just not a good fit. So like, I don't know. Um, obviously I'm not going to believe anybody on the internet. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't know these people. So it's like, I couldn't judge the situation, but like if somebody's bowing out gracefully and saying, Hey, you know what? 
she said a bunch of shit, but she's a good groomer. Um, it's just not working out. There's things that she demanded. I accommodated her the best I could. It just didn't work out because it, she was just overstepping her boundaries. Um, but I wish her the best. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, that's, that's how you kind of, it's kind of, that's kind of how you end it. Right. But then this other person is like, oh, she just kept going. <laughs> Fucking people. They're crazy. Exactly. I have to so, catch up because I don't so have I Facebook think- on my page any- on my phone anymore. Yeah, I know. I know. So that's why I think there should be a grooming union. It should be national, but if we can't get national, local, because then this problem wouldn't be an issue. If it's, you know, if it's an owner being a fuck up, then there's going to be policies in place to protect the, the, you know, the groomers. If it's the groomers getting, uh, you know, fired for being, you know, just personality is not working out. You have a little bit more protection or if, you know, you want quality people or you want quality standards, everybody is on a universal quality standard. So like, this is how the lighting is. This is how it is, you know, safety wise, there's protocols in place. You know, there's ranges of, of pay there's ranges of prices like these are things that all of us coming together we wouldn't have issues because then at the end of the day people are just making fun of each other yeah yeah there's there's lots of like roundabout not roundabout but there's just lots of circle conversations in that group and like nobody wants to do anything Exactly, because unfortunately it is, you know, as an owner, it is a capitalistic system, so you're going to want to make sure you're profiting the most. I can't hear you. You're muffled. Can you hear me now? Yeah. So, like, it's a capitalist society, and the owners are going to want to profit the most, and I understand it. However, like, it is getting harder and harder to create a really good working class of professionals in our field without making too many sacrifices on either end when there shouldn't be that many sacrifices within the groomers and there shouldn't be that many sacrifices within the owners. And I think a union would be a little bit of an equalizer and not in a sense where you couldn't be an owner and you couldn't make profit, but it's just like, there's going to be a little bit more of a standard and everybody's like, Oh, well, you know, regulations are happening in all these different States and these regulations are going to end up happening in our state, but they're going to be those backdoor regulations that just are very arbitrary, but leave it a lot up to interpretation. And at the same time, seem almost as if it's just a money grab. So like if they're going to start licensing us, it's going to be what a written test. Probably. they're going to pay, we're going to, they're going to charge all the groomers $2,000 for a written test. Yeah. Right? And when our job should be a hands-on test, I think. Exactly. And so a lot of times when you have the unions out here, it is, you have to go through the classes and it's all at a discount or it's all paid through, through, through the union. So like if Chris had any sort of hospitality class he had to take, it was mandatory for him to take it. And he can choose within the year because, like, you gave him a time frame. And I think one class was $50, but that was, like, a 350 or 
uh, dollar class that anybody else outside of the union would have to take without the union backing it. So this is what I'm saying is like, okay, you can have skills and quality and like standards, but like if you're going to have these policies and protocols already set up, you know, there's going to be a baseline. We need a baseline. And there's everybody's like, okay, well, they're, they're always like, I want change. I want regulation. I think it's good for our industry, but okay. So it is good for our industry, but who's making these rules? Who's going to be making these policies? It's not people who are grooming, you know, and you can't get the owners and the salon owners together where they're going to be like, okay, this is how the regulations are. There was like maybe one grooming salon owner that went to um, the last city council meeting that had anything to pertain to um, commission work. So like the commission laws are supposed to change sometime in the next couple of years. And she went and she put in like her, you know, she went or whatever. And there was things that we had to do, but like we all day just bicker and bitch. And now we're, (laughs) we're a saturated market of salons with no groomers and groomers that end up cutting ears and who may or may not be drunk. So, I mean, it's going downhill, man. It's, 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 it's a dark time, but it's going to get even darker for us. That sounds so fucking nuts. When you look but, at it from the outside. Yeah. It looks like our industry's a mess. It is. It is a mess. And there's going to be salons that are just going to overcome it all because they're, they have well-established, um, you know, clientele. They have really good groomers. They have a really good business ethic. And those are the salons that we need to look at. And those are the salons that are not asking for help. They're not asking to hire. They're not asking. They already have their groomers. They already have their shit set up. They're already doing good. Their, you know, reviews are really, really good for the most part, you know? So yeah, those are the groomers and owners that we need to look at and be like, okay, well, what kind of quality work quality are we looking at and how, and how can we implement that into every salon? You know, and I I hate to say it like the most vocal on our site, I'm going to say it like flat out the most vocal owners, the ones who are always asking like, Hey, I need to hire or, you know, I can't find good quality groomers or, you know, are you dealing with this and this and this? Honestly, I think they're projecting. I think they're projecting. And I think that their salons are on paper, probably doing very well. But like, if you're having that much of a turnaround or if you're complaining that you can't find good quality people or they don't make groomers like they used to, then there's a problem, you know? Like, yeah, maybe you should kind of look within and see what's going on. Exactly. Because I remember you saying something like a long time ago, like if things are, maybe it wasn't you, but if it's like, if, if you're asking or if you're, if you're needing more than what is provided for you, you kind of have to downsize. Right. So like, yeah. 
if you have a really busy salon, but you cannot find a groomer, maybe you should downsize to just you or whatever you have. Right. And if that's not going to keep up with like the brick and mortar you have, well, then maybe you should go to mobile or find a cheaper place to relocate. Right. Yeah. Or up your prices or up your prices. Exactly. So it's like, you need to find more creative ways than just trying to bitch and complain or, you know, figure out what's like not what doesn't work well in your salon like there's always room for improvement in any salon for sure so do you want to make money or do you want to be absolutely comfortable because you're never going to be absolutely comfortable when you're working with other people or when other people are relying on you for income it's just it is what it is right so you have to figure out what your comfort level is (laughs) What is that? What are you doing? <laughs> it's my stomach. I've been eating nothing but like shit. Yeah. Cause we still have muffins, Costco muffins and Costco croissants and sugar cookies from the holidays. And I've been eating them all. And so I don't feel very good. So my sister is obsessed with this auction site that's here and I I got stuck into those for a hot second too you did yeah but I always forgot to go back yeah for my bidding exactly but I found I'm winning this bid currently I got to check on it to see if I won it but it's one of those like microwave uh small dog and cat blow dryers what from like Asia, they look like a microwave. Like you put the dog in a microwave. Yeah, that I like, used one of those. It was for big dogs, though. They're pretty cool. Yeah, this one's like for small dogs, but I have a bid on it. It's like three hundred forty-five dollars or whatever, and I have a bid for like forty bucks, and I'm winning. And I've been winning all day, and so I'm really excited about that because both my dryers are broken, and I have yet to fix it. Even though I probably should just put that forty dollars to like finding an electrician locally. You know, I don't know. I'm not thinking right. So like I've been why I've been itching to try something new or just try something different. Yeah. And so like this site, I don't know where they're getting their stuff. Uh, some of it will say it came from Amazon, but I don't know where they're getting their other stuff. Usually so, companies like that, I think will purchase abandoned cargo. Um, like, a what are those? cargo blocks or whatever that yeah the containers yeah like the containers, the containers uh-huh, that they'll get a, abandoned and people will just a, buy them up that makes a lot of sense um because a lot of this stuff is like stuff that you you ever see like those tiktoks or like the instagrams where it's like the person and they're in china and then like it's like they clean their whole house with all these random gadgets oh yeah those things are addicting Yes. And like you are like, I've never seen those gadgets before in my life and they're never made here in the US or they're never like you're never able to get your hands on them in the US. That's on this site. So like I have so like there's hairbrushes and there's like these weird um, dryers from overseas that we don't get here that have like 
are pretty cool. So anyway, I'm on this auction site. So I'm going to see if I can get some cool new things and like, you know, I'm here for it. I am. I'm excited. I'm ready to try new things. I watched this guy and he'll watch like videos like that. And he's like, I'm rich and y'all Paul. Oh yeah. (laughs) He's like, you'll never, um, like he'll just say like stupid shit and he's like you're a povo because <laughs> he's like british he's like yeah. i'm rich and you're a povo <laughs> i think i've sent you some of his videos he's fucking hilarious you, you have because he like doesn't know what he's saying but he keeps saying he, he like he's rich and then it's like it's not it's not even what it is he's not even describing it right but it's hilarious well, he's actually taking like rich people's videos and like yeah. describing it, or like he does the ice videos. I don't know if you've ever seen those where people are just filling their freezer full of fancy ice. Oh yeah, those ones. Those ones are freaking hilarious. And he's like, um, he's like, and here we have ice coffee because I'm rich in your. <laughs> and you can't afford my iced coffee and I have just a freezer dedicated to all my ice because I'm rich in your poor <laughs> I think he's you, fucking hilarious do you do any new year's resolutions um I haven't done a new year's resolution in so many years but this year, we do have a New Year's resolution as a family. What about for grooming? Do you have anything for that? No. <laughs> so, um, you know, we were talking about expanding, right? We were yeah. like 2024 or 2023. Let's look into expanding. Well, me and Harvey had a, a very, in- like, eye-opening conversation and since 2016 we have been going 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 and going because in 2016 that's when he started college he started school to make his way into the career that he is in now and so we next year have the opportunity to not fucking do a thing and that's what we're going to do so we're scrapping expanding next year we are not doing anything we're going to take some family vacation and that's fucking it he's graduating soon cross our fingers at the end of february and that's it we're done we're not doing anything yeah um but are you going to be like that because like i swear to god it's a lot you because you are on the next thing every step no, you're like oh i'm, I'm gonna start this business and you're like i only have this many years to get pregnant and you were just like i gotta get this done i gotta get this done i gotta get this done i can expand at any time that's like the beauty of mobile mobile is always going to be a hot commodity so I can expand whenever the fuck I want and I'm not doing it next year. I We need a break. We need a mental break. We're so over this grind, this hustle. We're yeah. done. We're over it. It was school. Then he got into the program and then I started the business and then 
we there were like other things i had my endometriosis surgery then i we had we bought a house then we did ivf then we got pregnant and then now we have kids and now he's back in school and it's just been like so ongoing and like he was in school for like six years yeah he was in school forever so long and so now we're just when we were just talking about it we were just like fuck this we're not doing anything this year i mean he's gonna try and find a job in first assisting but that's it we're not doing anything that's it maybe 2024 ask me again I think expanding is probably within my future, but just not next year. No. No. What about you? Um, I have no grooming plans until I'm fully healed. And it's coming up on a year that I've been wounded. So, um, I have two resolutions and it is, one, just either just read more and just kind of like soak in some information and mm, try smut. like, huh? Smut. You can read smut. I read smut every fucking day. I know. Is, so you're going to read is, more smut. <laughs> no, you can't. I, there is no links. It's whatever's out there. I read it all. Whatever smuts out there, I read it. But um, I'm just going to read a little bit more about, like, grooming. And I'm just going to keep my eyes and ears open about how it's going to transition here in this state this year. But honestly, like, if I'm healed, I'm probably going to see about, like, working in a salon or a shop or whatever. I don't know if I'm capable of doing mobile. But um, you should just try it. It's the driving. I know, but just get hired on. Try it for a month. If you don't like it, fucking quit. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, no, that's basically what I'm going to do. So I'm kind of just going to try it out and feel like other salons and see. Because I don't feel at the capacity of like starting my own thing again. Um, unless like, unless it all falls into place. So like, unless it all falls into place then I will do it again. But if it doesn't, I'm not, I'm not pushing for it. It's cause I'm still healing and it sucks because it's like, I've been focusing on healing all year. And so the depression or whatever the medications I'm on or like the symptoms from everything, it's just, it's so much and I'm still staying still and in pain occasionally. So I'm just like trying to, rebuild so like while everybody while everything's kind of going black for everyone i'm trying to rebuild with the scraps that are going to be left for everyone during this recession um so well thankfully the pet industry grew last recession so i have hopes that our industry will continue to grow during this recession because the I'm, roles of pets have significantly fucking changed. Yeah. Um, so, 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 so the thing is though, is that when I was looking back, okay, so there has, there's been more recessions that we're aware of and there's been smaller recessions that were considered recessions 
years after they happened. And so within each recession, the pet industry has either stayed profitable or grown. However, this recession is not necessarily about like the economy crashing. It is about the people crashing. So that is why I'm a little bit more concerned about this recession with our industry. Cause I do think that, you know, obviously pets have a greater role than they ever had in our history, like human history of domestication. And that obviously is going to play into the economy, but we have a broken human uh, economy and the systems around us are starting to crumble and it's a very slow burn. It's a very slow burn. So you have the people it's, it's not going to be, if you're looking outward or if you're looking on paper, the numbers are still going to be fine or high. But if you're looking into like our last economy or our last recession, I, I don't want to say our last one, but like our 2008-2009 recession for the grooming industry, we were fine. We were all making money. We were fine. But the thing is, is that that was around the time where a lot of us were killing our bodies and we can't do it again. <laughs> we just went over COVID and a lot of us can't do it again. And like killing ourselves and we don't want to. So with that, you know, now things are inflated. We can't afford these things. And so there's going to be a lot of people cutting back on certain things and probably cutting corners or just giving up entirely and finding something that's going to be equally as profitable, but less damaging to our bodies. So that's why I think we should take care of ourselves and build a little bit of a stronger unit because I don't think on paper this recession is going to hit us, but I think that our systems are going to crumble within the grooming community because people have been saying it for years, but I just don't think that the grooming community, it will always continue because there's always going to be dogs, but I think it's going to have like a dark age this year. Possibly. And I don't think it's going to be about money. It's going to be about just the, if you want to call it the profession, the art or the, the people's economy, like that part is probably going to have, like, it's going to look very different. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what next year brings. Who knows? Uh, but I don't think we have any stories, do we? I'm pretty sure we do. And let me see. Let me just double check. I've been outbid. What? Dang. God damn it. That was the one. <laughs> All right. Hold, hold on. Uh, um, damn it. That's not what I need. Yeah, we just read we read that one last week or last time. Okay. Alrighty. The one where they're working at a shitty place. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. We don't have any stories. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens next next well, this upcoming year. I mean, oh, like, God, I the, can't even believe it's a new year. I know the first, like, 
quarter is what the end of February or the end of March or like the middle of March. Oh. What do you mean? Like tax season? No, like financial quarter. Well, quarter is four, right? Yes. No. So that's three months. But some fiscal years, like some people's like money years. Do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So some people's like money year starts like in February and some people's money years start in June. So I don't really know how that works, to be honest. But I think we'll start like, I guess after taxes, we'll know how bad it's going to get. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm just trying to survive. <laughs> Me too. Just trying to tread water at the moment. Yeah. But all right, guys, I think we're going to cut it short tonight. I got to go feed babies. And I forgot I work tomorrow. So I have to go get my trailer ready. And it's like nine o'clock here. <laughs> and we hopped on super early. Well, not super early, but earlier than before. So my downstairs is like a mess. I have to clean it. Well, we have to clean it from dinner. We have to wash diapers. We got to put toys away. And I got to do my trailer. <sighs> the life and put babies down. What? What? All right, guys. We will be back at some point in March. I don't know when in March, but sometime in March. So keep an eye out. Um, I'm. We'll be on Instagram. You can still check out our merch. You can still send us stories because we have none. So what would be really cool is if we come back and we have like a shit ton of stories from you guys. That would be really cool because we haven't had stories in the last couple episodes. Yeah. Tell us how your holiday went. Tell us how your New Year's goes. How you're starting off the new year. Are you starting off good? Are you starting off bogus? Yeah. Tell us. Tell us. Um, just hit us up. How you been? What's up? We miss you. We miss you too. How's life? Hit us up. Email us. Um, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Shit on the Table. You can listen to us on iTunes, Amazon Music. What's that other one? Spotify, Spotify. and um, Google Play. And you can check out our merch on our website. And you can tell your friends to listen to us, too. So, yeah, I totally butchered that ending. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> we will miss you. We will be back. Um, hopefully stronger than ever. But we've also said that the last three times. So, who knows what we'll be like when we get back. But we'll be back. All right. Good night, y'all. Deuces.